What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Deshaun. Let's talk to him sports. Mr. Talk to him as they call me. Um, We have to talk about the Chargers. The Chargers, the Chargers, the Chargers. We have to talk about the woeful Chargers. Now, let me clear my throat. <coughs> Where do we start? We can talk about the coach. The staff, the players, the draft, just the whole, all over the look of, of of the Chargers. And we're going to talk about a lot of those things. But I want to talk about Keenan Allen first. Yeah, you're looking like, wow. Why is he mentioning Keenan Allen first? What's up with this guy? You know, what Keenan Allen got to do with this? Look, man. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm tired about. I'm tired of being teased. You know, getting te getting teased with Keenan Allen. He's a big tease, dude. Well, well, I'm not gonna see. If he's teasing us anymore. Let's call it a spade. The dude got paid, and he's fool's gold. He's fool's gold. Fool's gold or fool's gold. Fool's gold. Fake gold, Cuba, Saconia, he's all that. Fool's gold, that's what he is. Fake gold. The dude has never played good, and you can you can call you you can go look up the stats on yourself. There 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 hasn't been any stats thrown out there. This is me personally, me throwing out this knowledge because I watch most of all of the games. He has not played great against any cornerback that um any great cornerback in the league anybody that y'all dub as a top corner in the league uh or just uh a team that has a a great defensive a great defensive team he has never played great against he has never played great against any of these guys Stephon Gilmore has his number um just the name, just get that name out the way. Um, and it's another one. He 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 never plays. They don't even have to have have be a, have a great corner or a great defense. He doesn't play great in big games. He doesn't play great in big games at all, and he's not available for big games most of the time. So, is is I, I I just don't can you. Can you name anybody that that uh Keenan Allen gave the business to in the league? He cries about being low on people's top five or top ten, top receivers so this and everything. And he was ranked behind Mike Evans, and I and I, I agree with that. He shouldn't be behind Mike be behind Mike Evans because James was James Winston would just just spoon feeding him the ball, just just darting his way every time, and he wants to act like he's he's really nice. Come on, dude, you get you get throwing the ball many times, you 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 you're likely to come up with something, dude. Come on, man, let's not even act like that. But he comes he comes, and if he does make the top one hundred plays, he's never in the top fifty. He's he's in he's on the he's in, he's in the. He's on the bottom half of the other uh, other side of the hundred. 
if not barely missing it. He's he's always in the sixties. He's never been a top fifty player. He has he just hasn't. The, the people around the league, and for 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 him to be as good as a route runner, have 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 great feet of a guy like Devontae Adams. Why don't the league ever look at at at, at uh Keenan Allen as being one of those guys up there with Devontae Adams? Because they know Devontae Adams is really that guy. He shows and proves against good cornerbacks and good teams. And when it actually counts, and he's dependable, and he has these monster games. Keenan Allen doesn't show up against none of the, the great cornerbacks, great defenses, or big games. And he's mostly uh, out for one of those games with a nagging injury or something like that. Okay. And he he likely he 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 gains a bunch of stats off these lower teams, these bottom dweller teams. He he's a bottom feeder. He he passes tests like a Melvin Ingram, like Melvin Ingram. And I'm gonna throw him in, in, in this too. Let's talk about Melvin Ingram as well. Melvin Ingram, a guy you know like that. He 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 be struggling all year, but he get two sacks against. You know, years ago, like a a a a bad a bad Browns team from like what four years ago, three four years ago, you know, and probably still lose the game. But oh, he got he got two sacks against them. He might get a two sacks against like Jacksonville, and oh, there you go, you got four. You know, and then he go like maybe a game or two without a sack, and then he get a he get a, a a sack a sack and a half against like a. A Jets or something, you know. Keenan Allen is that type of guy. Not you know, just to stay on point. Keenan Allen is the same type of guy. Keenan Allen, he he, if if it's a a no name cornerback, dude is is going to eat them because he he knows. Oh, okay, how experienced this person is. He's not going to be ready for this move or, you know, the double moves and the you know just the feet work. That most of these, uh, you know, young, experienced corners or just physically enabled corners aren't able to do, you know, be able to guard him. But against a true guy that's post, that's there to be a number one, they don't struggle with Keenan Allen at all. At all. I remember when it was the second season and it was, it was, uh, he was, you know, it was him to be, he was labeled to be the number one wide receiver. He had like 900 yards. He had 900 yards for a receiver. That's, you know, and, and mind you, Phillip was throwing that thing to him. Sherman put him down. He got all, you know, gaudy over one place, over one play that he got Sherman on. It's like, bro, you have 35 yards. Shut up. Uh, one play for uh, 35 yards? Okay. That's it? And that play didn't even go for 35. Went for like maybe what? Seven, eight yards or something like that? Come on, dude. Or maybe what? I'd give him 15 maybe. But he ended up with, with 35 yards. You, you you think that's killing Sherman? Come on, dude. He played one good game against Marcus Peters when Marcus Peters was um when Marcus Peters was with the Chiefs. 
in that in that, in that opening opening game in uh, in 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 Kansas City, and uh, uh, injured himself for first game, and he was out the whole season, man. And that was that was that was bad because I felt he would he was gonna he was gonna rack up a good season that year. But can we can we can we is Keenan Allen better than Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper at his first year or two. I think his first three years in the league was better than what Keenan Allen's gave, gave us. Because Keenan, Amari Cooper, he can he he he's good with his feet. He can run every route, and he's a speedster. He can he can do it all. But his thing his thing has been always that he couldn't you know put it all together, and he he had he had drops. So that's what that was. But as of now, you know, Amari Cooper isn't it right now. But Keenan Allen, you got to get your stuff together, man. Like, dude, I'm tired of you, you know, crying about being a number one wide receiver and all this other stuff. Madden disrespects you every year, and you cry about it, and you have to go. You got to go and suck and jive and dance with these guys every year. This for the past two or three years, you've been having to sh- tap dance for these guys to get your, your 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 speed up and your overall up. And you 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 you. You boycott it every year because they always get it wrong for you. So that's what that is, man. We're done with Keenan. All right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. We have to talk about Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn, dude, I feel for you. You're a totally nice guy, but yeah. Your time is up, man, and you're gonna be the scapegoat. And the only reason I and I and I and I, and I made a pod uh, last week saying that I I think Anthony Lynn's job is safe because he is um because the the team is low key trying to tank and everybody's on board with the tank because they know they know what they know the pieces what they need and they they knew the pieces that they had coming into the season that that were gone was going to drastically. Uh, hurt their season, you know. Not not finding a left tackle, uh, in a draft or or in free agency. Mike Pouncey going out at the beginning of the, of the season, just just right before the season, with no with no preseason at all. He, he still just went down. Uh, and. It was undetermined what you had on the right side. You only had two guys on the right side that was healthy, really. And um, Darwin James went down, and I think somebody else went down as well, if I believe so. Knowing the Chargers, there's guys, there's people, practice people going down. Everybody's jumping like flies. So we me coming into the season, I already knew not to expect anything because once. Our team does not make it into the season fully healthy. The season, the season is done. Like if it's key injuries, oh no, I I don't have no expectations. When I seen Darren James go, I didn't I didn't expect anything out this team at all, at all. Especially especially uh, offensive linemen, get out of here, dude. I was I said, man, get out of here, man. And and even last season when I knew O'Connor wasn't going to be starting at left tackle. And he had the buck, the blood clots, and all this other stuff. Like, dude, the season over. The dude has been the the, the thing with the charges. They have 
awesome starting talent, but they just don't have depth at any position. They don't have depth at any position. And the only depth they probably have at a position is probably linebacker. And they and they draft those like every year, like like a middle linebacker every year. And then when we met into the um met the Patriots, somehow we didn't have a a, a middle linebacker available. After all the years, we always select one. Third round, it's just, we just love selecting a, a middle linebacker for some reason. I'm like, dude, how many linebacker middle linebackers are you gonna you know draft? I don't understand it, but it is what it is. Not to get off topic. So. Coming into the season, I knew that the season was going to be a very hard one for the team coming into it. So I had no expectations. I and then Tyrod Taylor was was our starter, and I, and I like to Tyrod Taylor. Um, he's not going to win you games, and he's not going to lose you games. And and I just felt with the team, you just got to get the ball to certain guys, and and they're going to win the game for you. You know, Austin Heckler, you know, Keenan Allen. <clears throat> Mike Williams. Mike Williams, I'm out on him too. You feel me? He has to show and prove too. You know? Um, gee, not 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 a top seven pick at all. Not not at, at all. But uh, we was guilty to, to uh drafting him because I felt like he he, he uh hurt his back in a in a in a secret workout or something with the uh Chargers. But okay, but you know, you just gotta get get the guy get these guys these balls. We have we have great um, weapons. You know, where whether it be, you know, the sexy weapons like the the skill positions, wide receivers, running back, tight end, safeties, DNs, but we don't and cornerbacks, but we don't never have the you know grit and you know. The trenches, you know, that win games. The trenches, the line players. We don't never have those. Sorry that I might be getting off off topic. It, it, it's 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 just too much to discuss. It's just too much to discuss. My brain hurt after. If you don't, if you don't understand what just happened, that the Chargers laid a donut at home against the Patriots, forty-five zero. So. Be, be just bear with me. Just just get through it with me. Just get through it with me. And and, and I promise you, we, 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 all this will make sense. All this will just make sense in due time. So, what was I? I knew that you know the team wasn't going anywhere, but but. Oh yeah, oh yeah, with the Tyrod Taylor, he you know he's not gonna win any games or nothing like that. But he went down early. Justin Herbert comes in, he lights it up, and I, you know he had a lot of a lot of a lot of bad stuff that I saw from him in the first game. And you know I'm like, hey, Justin Herbert's nice man. I always been nice on Justin Herbert. You know I, I just I was always man really just really looking into the. The, the the highlights and stuff like that. Why why these sports broadcasters don't like Justin Herbert? They keep saying that. And I keep saying the little things that they were talking about. <clears throat> and like I said, quarterbacks aren't perfect. And 
And I just seen the, the little things that he just does. I'm like, ah, buddy, you got to work on those. Like, he just had bad habits. And, or he just didn't know how to, like, do little little things. Or he'd be just, he, he'd get in a good rhythm. And then a next drive or a next series, he, he just, a different quarterback, you know? And it's just him, it's him just putting a, together a full game. And then, uh, him supposed to be in, when he came back for the senior season, he was, you know, you know, thought of to be a number one pick. And he lost to Auburn. And, like, I think the guy, with the, the kid was a, uh, was, was, no, was a freshman. And that's kind of crazy for you to be a senior and you're losing to a, a freshman or, or a sophomore, dude. Like, that's kind of crazy. But the thing is, I always, you know, I always been liking um, um, Justin Herbert. But it's just, it's just a, it's the little things, and he just, these, these timely interceptions and little things he just does just, just irks me, and, I, and he just never corrects them. Well, we're at what? Not the I think we're what? What, 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 what are we, like twelve games in? We're like twelve games in, and he still hasn't corrected. Not like, like maybe one of them he's maybe corrected. Maybe one of them, but. I digress. I keep bullshitting. I keep bullshitting. I keep bullshitting. I'm so sorry. Let me just get um let me just um just break it down. Anthony Lynn He's a he's the he's the figurehead. He has defensive coordinator. He have a defensive coordinator in Gus and Gus Bradley and offensive coordinator in Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen was very bland in, in the beginning. Gus Bradley has been great in first halves and terrible in second second half. What coach do you know that keeps a defensive coordinator that loses maybe eight games for you in a row? What 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 what, what head coach do you know that? And because I, me personally, I feel that Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn is a. He's a figurehead. He's not a coach. He's a placeholder. It's the organization. They're actually the coach. It's, it's kind of like a Jerry Jones situation where, yeah, he, 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 he will hire a guy that will listen to him and does the things he wants them to do. But, you know, just on the charter side, these guys aren't as vocal as Jerry Jones. These guys... They don't. They don't give Anthony Lynn any control. And now Anthony Lynn, as, as a minority coach coming into the league, you you're lucky to even get a job. And then you get a job. He can't bring in his own staff at all because one of the requirements was to uh to keep Kim Wizard on the staff. And um, I think Gus Bradley just got fired, and he was just like like. We're getting him. We're not, we're gonna make this decision for you. You're not bringing. You're not bringing it in your guys. This is what it is. So, but it was hey, two former head coaches on on your coach staff. That's a list that 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 helps a young a young head coach grow into his own. You feel me? Like 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 a first time coach. Like okay, it's a hold your thing, hold hold your hand type of thing, and you know he did well the first year. It was started off rough, um, nine and seven. And um, he, uh, oh, I think it was zero and four, zero and five, and they 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 turned into a nine and seven year. I don't know how they did that, but you saw you saw 
why he had potential of being a head coach because he can capture the emotions of his players and get them to believe in what he's talking about. So we understood that there. So we love that. But then, um, but then he then he has some success and stuff like that. And you know, you just think, oh, these guys are gonna move on eventually or whatever, and they they don't. Ken wasn't hunt. Uh, um, you know, he he be he 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 resigns or whatever. But this year, you think like, okay, you're, and he didn't get um Anthony Lynn didn't get a a traditional five year deal. I think he he had got a four year deal, and which is you know really unconventional for a first year coach. Like you got to take that security. For some reason, they they didn't give him that that that, that fifth year, but um. When things are going wrong, he—I don't know—he didn't want to get rid. He doesn't want to get rid of a, a Gus Bradley because he's a first-year head coach, and he doesn't want to ruin his relationships in the league. Being a first-time head coach guy, because you know you fire Gus Bradley, and he ends up, you know resurfacing his career as defensive coordinator somewhere and he gets a job and he doesn't pick you for, he doesn't even consider you for, and holds, and holds a grudge of not giving you an offensive coordinator job or even getting, getting you on a staff. So you just don't want to, you want to keep your, your bridges clean and, and, and not, and not, you know, burn your bridges down and, 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 throw out your relationships in the league. And I, I that's what I kind of feel that he's probably doing. But then again, I just feel that he doesn't have any say-so because you hear Charger fans crying about the de- – like you you obviously see the second the, – the, the game is lost on, on the defensive end. And it's like, whoa. And he just, he just stuck. He can't do anything about it. But you're the figurehead. And – you're not, and and the thing is, it's not all on the defense because there's times where, you know, Anthony Lynn he 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 simply he simply just gets out coached. He just simply gets out coached. Um, little plays here and there, um, certain calls, you know, being bullheaded, of wanting to always keep the run game, um. The, the the offense is it, it runs best in throwing the ball. You have to the run game doesn't always have to be a run game. Just handing the ball off, it, it can be a, an extended run by throwing it, throwing screen passes and stuff like that to get the run game going. There's a lot of things you can do to uh get that get the run game right. But in questionable calls, running the ball, um, not taking a knee. In certain certain situations, but the the last you know, you know challenges, taking the time out, burning timeouts when you don't need to, when you can you when you know you're gonna need them at the end of a game, because it's like if the Chargers had just one more timeout, um, of late in the stretch of these games, they probably could have turned it over, turned turned the game around and and and, and won the game. So. But it's not all on him. If, if, if Anthony Lynn's getting fired, I feel that 
Yo, we have to turn 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 the gun towards Tom Telesco. Come on now, like you we want we want to keep, you know, uh overpraising this guy because he found well, I think he got Keenan Allen for us and uh I think Derwin most of his guys actually make the pro bowl, you know. And, you know, a lot of people make the Pro Bowl these days now. But, you know, every first-round pick he has had has made the Pro Bowl of some of some, of some sort, whether it been an alternate or whatever. Um, but some of these guys, that you can't even find these guys on the team anymore, like, at all. Like, these guys fizzle out, and besides Keenan Allen and Derwin James, who else is here? Like, Red is gone. Uh, Melvin Gordon is gone. Uh, Denzel Perryman, he had a, a great rookie season and never lived up to his rookie season ever again. He, he was. They were talking about him being the next Ray Lewis. He had he he had Ray Lewis contacts. He, Ray Lewis was very high on him. He was giving him tips and you know letting him know the tricks of the other game. Give him tricks under his sleeve, and you know, Perryman just never really excelled. And I, and I think Ray Lewis probably just, you know, took his hand from him after a while. He's like, man, this guy, he's not doing it. You feel me? So, but Tom Telesco, it's time to go. Like, everybody needs to go. Clean house, get a new GM. GM, I don't care if the guy's into analytics. You need a a a a new mind a new mind, and Tom Telesco is a old a, a, a older thinking GM. He's a, he he's smart and savvy. He he uses a lot of old school things with his you know because he's still young in age. He looks young in age as well to bring it all together. But we just need one of these forward thinking type guys, man, or just something somebody with notable experience. And I'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of you know, get a uh, experienced team builder. You feel me? There's plenty of guys around the league that has been out here, done it, put a team together. You got a a, a great shiny toy in um in Justin Herbert. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of uh of GMs that know how to put a team around Justin Herbert. And yeah, the draft is coming. Sewell. I'm, I'm pretty sure the guy Sewell, Sewell from Oregon, Jorgens, um, Justin Herbert's left tackle, having those guys back to back years, going for, um, selecting an Oregon product would be great. And I'm pretty sure, he, you know, he he's a guy that could bring Justin Herbert out of his show. The the, the the guy Sewell is a uh, you know a very fiery guy from from the, from a left tackle standpoint, and you know just some camaraderie there, and you know. I I wouldn't care if they selected offensive line, uh, all seven all seven picks. Um, I don't know what's going on with the, and we gonna have we're gonna have the uh the eighth most cap space in the league next season, and you know it's weird to me. I don't know why. I I don't I really don't like having free agency first before the draft. I like how the NBA does it because you can get the, the the guys you need for cheap. In, in, in promising players, 
And instead of just, you know, selling out this big money before the draft and all that other stuff. But, you know, we have a most, but I, I hope we don't address that left tackle because I want, I want that soil kid. But, um, um, there's still going to be a lot of changes. We're going to be able to pay a lot of people and, um, we're going to be able to, uh, get the deal done with Hunter Henry as well. And hopefully a successful, uh, rehab with Darren James will be well. But the defense, man, you know, spending money doesn't always mean, sorry about that. So spending money doesn't always mean things happen, you know, injuries, but even like, Joseph, like, dude, I man, these dudes ran all over us, dude. Like, come on, Joseph, dude. You were supposed to be here to get everything right. And that didn't happen at all. 45-0, dude. I've never seen nothing like that. But I wasn't phased by it. I wasn't phased because it's like, we need this. Justin Herbert needs to go through this. He needs to see how, like, his season is, like, one of the most greatest worst seasons in in NFL history. Like, dude, you, you're gonna probably have you're gonna break probably records for a rookie quarterback and all this other stuff. And you're gonna you're gonna have nightmares about your season. Like, oh yeah, one of the greatest seasons for a rookie quarterback and you, but yet it was still a nightmare. You know? Probably waking up forty five zero, like, dude, I can't believe that happened. Like and he's not gonna ever want to feel that feeling again. It's gonna, it's gonna bring, it's gonna bring some, some, some grit, some, some toughness out of him, some anger out of him, like, and start to really be more vocal, and like, man, and get on some of these players. It, it just has to happen. So, like, throughout the whole massacre, I just the interceptions. I just, yep, you need to learn through it and. Bill Belichick did it again. Like, made 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 the best rookie quarter cornerback uh, uh quarterbacks look like mere nothing. And time to time on time, and it, I don't really think there's been a, a, a exception unless it was a guy he just really just did, wasn't even really wasn't even paying attention to. It. And oh, the guy got one or something like that, you know. But just just oh, just golly, man, God. Casey Hayer, what are you doing out here, man? I I don't know what he's doing out here. Balaga, he looking good, but man, I don't even want to talk about these guys. Offensive line, man, just go, please. Just I'm done. I'm out. One in a podcast. I'm out. <laughs>